2: Let's turn our attention now to the NRL. We'll reopen the lines after 11. Lots of calls coming through. We love your calls. Thanks so much for that. But we've got a splendid guest on right now. Uh, He knows the NRL inside and out. That's why he's part of the SEN family. He was there uh, last night, Grant, uh, helping our coverage uh, for the game in Sydney as the Eels put on 40 Against the Raiders, I thought this was the the playoffs, Grant. Uh, a bit lopsided. We've got the Sharks and Rabbitohs later tonight. We welcome in former Rabbitohs, former Broncos, uh, coach. I think defensive coach of the English rugby team these days. What can Anthony Seibold not do? Um, he's uh, so kind to give up his time. Anthony, welcome aboard. Good day, Anthony. Uh, morning, Daniel. Morning, Grant. Good, good to be on the test Fort- guys. A forty spot on the Raiders. Come on, what what happened there? A- a- out. How did this happen? 40 points to four, the Eels, far too slippery.
0: It's far too strong and it's quite surprising at the start of the game, the physicality of the Parramatta Eels, particularly led by their number eight, number 10, Regan Campbell-Gillard and Junior Palo, they were outstanding through that middle third. It just created so much momentum for for the Parrot team to to play off the back of. So, uh, going into the game, I really thought that the Raiders had the momentum. They'd won five games in succession and they were outstanding away from home down in Melbourne last week. So, yeah, really surprised by the uh, the, the final scoreline. Um, but it was good with the back of the your the forward pack. Um, and I thought Dylan Brown, the young Kiwi number six, outstanding
1: as well. Hey, Anthony. I mean, my rugby league knowledge is not as great as uh, my host, Daniel McCarty. Oh, it's a bit
2: like your test batting, really.
1: Yeah, a little bit like my test batting. But um, what I always hear with rugby league is that the first half sets up the game, and then you win it in the second half. But in the first quarter, we saw four tries, so... Um, the Eels well ahead. I mean, how difficult is it to come back from that as an as a, um, opposition team?
0: Yeah, it's really challenging. One thing about Parramatta Eels, when they win, when they win well, they often win big. And, and um, you know, we saw last night, it was 22-0 after around 20 minutes, and, and it could have been 28-0. Clint Gunderson, the fullback, back to Parramatta, was call back for a forward pass. So it's really hard to turn momentum. Uh, you know, look, rugby, rugby league, rugby, rugby union at the moment, when teams have momentum, they can score points in, in, in chunks. And, and that's what Parramatta did early in the game. So really difficult for the Canberra Raiders to, to get back into the context. It's really interesting. Noddy Kamali, one of our commentators last night, interviewed Josh Papalini, the front row for Canberra, post-game. And, and uh, Big Papa, who was a real leader for the Canberra side, he said that he didn't know, they didn't know how to, um, regain momentum. You know, it was really interesting to hear him talk. So it was a great interview by Nadi after the game. He just, he just said we couldn't, we couldn't, rein in that momentum, that parameter of creating. And um, yeah, once you're behind by by big margin, it's it's really difficult. You can't, uh, you know, score some points and it can change.
1: But you look at these two teams in the pool stages, and does that even matter? Like previous historical games, because the Raiders were leading the Eels 18-16 when they played them, and then eventually lost 20-28. But do we take much from previous games in the competition leading into uh, grand finals time?
0: I don't think so. I, I think one of the things, um, you know, when it's sudden death like last time, you know, both teams are really desperate. And in the local Sydney media during the week, and you guys may, may not have seen some of this, but there was probably about 24 hours out from the game, there was a lot said in the media around about Parramatta and there had been a leaked reports. And uh, you know, that there was Brad, Arthur, Brad Arthur's finals coaching record put under the microscope so all the all the sort of science pointed towards the Canberra is um, you know, coming and, and causing an upset at conbank Stadium, but um, yeah i don 't think results early in the year matter this time of year, sudden death um, it brings out the best in, in individuals and, and teams collectively and we 've seen you know, some of that already over um, you know, the, the first couple of games of the finals last weekend and, and, and last night 's game.
2: Anthony Sebold is with us as we talk the NRL playoffs. Big win for the Eels over the Raiders. Uh, we, we've got to give huge props to the Eels attack. We already have. But Raiders fans will be thinking, how on earth can we concede? As Grant has pointed out, four tries at the opening quarter, but give up 40 points overall. So defensively, were there lots of mistakes? Or is it all about the attacking side in your mind, Anthony? You're the defensive specialist after all.
0: Well, one of the things last night that really stood out so the ball players so Dylan Brown and the six Mitchell Moses and the number seven I think up I in the fullback what they did exceptionally well was that they really dug into the line. So for our listeners at home, the more you can dig into the line as a ball player, the more you hold up defenders, and they did that exceptionally well. So the Raiders were quite passive on the edges. So you know Parramatta Eagles, they had an advantage by how deep the ball players were digging into the line. So I thought that they did that exceptionally well. Uh, and Canberra weren't able to correct their defence on the run. So one thing that you want to do when ball players want to dig into the line, you want to put inside pressure on. And what inside pressure does? It makes the ball play just that little bit earlier. So think about two or three steps earlier gives your edge defenders more time. So that was one of the things we saw there. The other thing we saw was the momentum that Campbell Killard and Jude Parlow created to the middle. So in rugby league, when you get a quick play the ball, it's so much easier for your ball players to play it back off. And um, yeah, and Canberra couldn't handle that. They just couldn't handle that, that physicality and. The game got away from them early, and as I said, you can score points and chunks in the NRL. And even saw you know the Bursa Cup on Thursday evening. You know both teams, when they have a men, were able to score chunks of points, and it's the
2: same in the NRL. Okay. Grant has asked about you know round robin play. How much you take out of it? When I look at the latter, the Sharks and the Rabbitohs who play later tonight, the Sharks finish seventh, the Rabbitohs finished uh, sorry the Sharks finish second, the Rabbitohs seventh. But yet most of the the totes out there have the Rabbitohs favourites for this one. For the uninitiated, why would the number seventh place side um have so much sort of faith in the market out there in your mind? Well, I think one of the
0: big things is Latrell Mitchell. So the fullback for the South Sydney Rabbitohs is just he's one of the most entertaining players in the game, and he Rabbitohs um, form. In the first half of the year was quite inconsistent. And Latrell uh, Mitchell missed a, a real chunk of games. I think it was about eight or nine games. He went to the States. He went to America to rehab his hamstring, which has been problematic for him over the last couple of seasons. Now, since his return, the South Rabbitohs have, have had a real rich vein of form. Now, these two teams played at Shark Park probably about a month ago now. And Nico to the halfback for Cornell Sharks, kicked the field goal in Golden Point to get the result. I think it was 21-20 from memory. But I think... People see that Latrell Mitchell and Cody Walker, who's the 5 for South Sydney, they're two big game players. They've played a lot of big games. Like Cody played in the grand final last year. He's been to four consecutive preliminary finals. Latrell Mitchell's won two premierships, played origin and been outstanding at that level. So I just think people see that there's some really big superstars for South Sydney who could turn the game.
1: Anthony, I mean... We're talking finals time here. I would have thought that the collective is probably more important, but you're bringing up a lot of individuals. How important are individuals going into these big clash games?
0: Well, I think the collective gets them there. And you're right. Look, it, it takes a team performance, you know, to, to build that consistency during the end and you get the results. I think in big games, red teams are quite evenly matched. You look to your, your game breakers because the defect is, you know, and, and, and it's quite abnormal, you know, 40 points being scored in our ministry. Know, semi-final last night. But generally speaking, this time of year, the best four defensive sides get through to, the, you know, to those um, you know, key playoff matches. And Cronulla Sharks have been in the top three defensive uh, teams all year, so they will take time and space away from, from South Sydney Rabbitohs. But as I said, I, when the collectors are quite even, you'll see big game players. And I think for South Sydney, it's, it's Cody Walker and Mitchell. For Cronulla Sharks, it's Nico Hines, the number seven, the ex melbourne Storm player. He's been super consistent and in the big moments in games this year that Cronulla Sharks have won, like to go against the Bunnies a few weeks ago, it's, it has been Nico Hines stepping up. So I think they're three players to, to watch and, and they could be the difference between uh, winning and losing for their, their respective teams.
2: Anthony, utter treat having you on the show. Thanks so much for all the knowledge uh, that you've dropped on us. Enjoy the remainder of the playoffs, mate. Keep up the great work on SCN. Thanks a lot, Anthony.
0: Good on you, guys. Great to chat, guys. Anthony- Thank
2: you. Anthony. Anthony Seabold, of course, former Rabbitohs Broncos coach, uh, now defence coach for the English rugby side and part of the SEN family. Looking at the playoffs, the Eels, uh, utterly brilliant performance. 40 points to 4 over the Raiders. That was last night. Tonight, it is the Sharks. Uh, there are no lemon fish this year. There is a bit of bite to their defence. All those puns utterly intended and really bad. Um, uh, up against the Rabbitohs. Um, and that one kicks off at 10 o'clock.
1: Who have you got for that one?
2: Uh, I'll go the Sharks. Yeah? Defence wins championships. Yeah! Surely someone's going to make a tackle after last night <laughs> bit of bit of touch but yeah really passive on the edges uh the Raiders